What's up, guys, and welcome back to this episode of Second Stringer Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Griffin Morrill. I'm here with my guy, Najee. What's up, guys? Been off from the podcast a little bit lately. But One week off. Yeah, just a little bit of time off, but we're getting back into it. We had a, you know, we got busy college lives, but we also had to let the NBA playoffs take shape. So, with right. that being said, we now have every team at least two games in yeah. some series gone to a third game already we got more games tonight and for the rest of the week so kicking us off what notable story what series do we want to dive into do you want to go east west where are we where are we looking right now we'll get Celtics out of the way just because it's been fairly easy it has so been fairly far. easy yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie it's 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 been nice to have a Especially considering last playoffs when we had a literally like battle. We had Nets, we had Bucks, we had yeah. Warriors in the finals. Like we had some tough teams to go to. Oh, we we, we went through. I mean, I just credit you know Philly last year because I think we faced the top three teams in the East, got through all them, and then obviously you know faced the the best team in the West and best team you know in the league, um, but. I don't know. Honestly, obviously, I, I, I'm glad we're playing Atlanta over Miami. But oh, absolutely! The way Atlanta beat Miami, I didn't think it was going to be as easy as it is so far. Oh no, they absolutely! Really, I mean, they, they took everyone by surprise. How they, they they came out and really played, yeah. like played really strong, really well, and I was really shocked. And I was like, oh, thank goodness! Like I remember I texted my buddy, and I was like, yo, we got Atlanta. Yeah. Like we're playing, we're not playing Miami. Yeah. And I'm like, that's huge because I feel like Miami's going to come out and be the eighth seed, and they're going to play the Bucks. And give them a little bit more hardship. And they have, yeah. And th- yeah, they definitely have. I mean, obviously there's been injuries, and we'll get into that. But yeah, looking at, it, I'm like, oh geez, like. But yeah, I mean that first game. I mean Celtics were up like 30 at the half. Like yeah. it was, it was one of those games where. It was over at half. It was over at half. The the Hawks did get a little bit of a, a run going, and in true Celtics fashion, they had us sweating for about yeah. a half quarter or yeah. so uh, before they you know rallied and. You know, roughly the same thing happened in game two, but it wasn't as big a lead. It was just, I think, 15 or 20 was their biggest for that game. So it's been comfortable this entire series. It's definitely an easy watch, enjoyable. I feel like the biggest thing that worries me, though, because I'm like, okay, the Hawks aren't a good team. Like, obviously, we should put them away. The biggest issue is, I feel like, been our rebounding. Like, I feel like yeah. every other possession, the Hawks are getting, like, two, three offensive rebounds. And yeah. I'm like... That's not good when you have, like, <laughs> Rob and Al Horford on the court and you're getting out-rebounded. No, and I think part of that in general, especially when you're playing an inferior team, especially in the first round because, you know, obviously we're up 30 at half in game one. They made a run, like you said. Um, we, you know, closed it off, you know, one game, uh, two, you know, relatively comfortably. Um the problem with having kind of like an easy round one is you can develop or redevelop bad habits. Absolutely. Um, and I think that was something that, you know, we were talking like, you know, before we started about last year's playoffs with, uh, you know, we had to face the three best teams in the East and then, you know, the eventual, ch- you know, champions. Mm-hmm. That first round in Brooklyn I th- I'd say overall that was our best series, and we got worse as the playoffs went on because we had to play extremely clean. You know, defensively, I'd say, you know, throughout the whole playoffs, that was our best series. Um, offensively, you know, we, you know, we had some pretty good comebacks. Um, ball movement was probably the best. I'd say the Brooklyn series was our best series last year because there's no room for any of those bad habits that you know, plague the Celtics, you know, in the first half of last season to kind of creep back in. Because any of those bad habits, if we kind of went back to those, I'm not sure we beat Brooklyn as comfortably as, as we did. No, yeah, absolutely. And I think I was I was rewatching a highlight from last series of the playoffs, and it was the final plays of the first game against the Brooklyn Nets. Like, that was a game winner at the buzzer like yeah. it, it could have gone either way like if that play doesn't happen we're down one at that home. that whole series is completely different yeah and that's not only that but like most of the games were pretty tight like they were good battles back and forth but you're right like 
that we needed to be on our A game from the jump because we were playing Kyrie and KD. Yeah. Then we went into Giannis. You know, we went into you know Jimmy Butler and the Heat gave us you know a solid seven game series where we definitely were going through some very big ups and downs. And then obviously we had to go against a team that is you know like a dynasty like the Warriors. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like this one is one of those things where I'm like, yeah, we should beat them, but that doesn't mean that we should get complacent and just be like, okay, yeah, no worries. I mean, I'm looking at these stats right now. They had 19 offensive rebounds. Yeah, against a better team, you just can't give that up. Yeah, no, you're, you're thinking about that? And I remember a stat was said, and it was, I believe, right around the three-quarter point, like midway through – they said that they had like, I forget, it might have been like 12 or 13 offensive rebounds at that point, but they only had eight second chance points. Yeah. So the benefit was that they're not scoring a ton because they weren't capitalizing on these second chances. Yeah. But the issue is when you play a team, I mean, next round we're looking like if we go through, we're playing Philadelphia most likely. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if we're giving up offensive rebounds to a team like Embiid, Harden, Max Usman in good form, we're not going to see those second chance points be so low. No, but I also think against a team like Philly, yeah. obviously, you know, Embiid is, you know, on, on the offensive end can really, you know, do a lot in terms of post moves, but this season in particular, he's really expanded to kind of his mid-range Absolutely. And, and shoot from deep. That leaves the middle open, so I think rebounding will be actually be better in that series versus Atlanta's bigs stay in the paint, can really do Offensive rebound putbacks, you know, pick and roll. They're locked in in the paint. They're not, you know, expanding out. Um, so I think the the Philly series, you know, if, you know, it looks like that's you know who the next opponent will be. Uh, rebounding, I think it'll be easier easier on us in this uh, series. No, yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing to mention also is that we've also seen the Hawks stars not really live up to their full potential. Like they played really well in that heat game. Yeah. We haven't seen Trey young play very well in this series. I mean, if you're looking at his total over the two games in Boston, he's made a combined three, three pointers. What? How much of that do you think is the, the trade rumors? I mean, that has to be going through. I mean, there could be a little bit in there, of course. I mean, then also he was yeah. also named by NBA execs as the most overrated player recently. That's kind of interesting to, to yeah, throw I, into the I, mix, too. I, I did see that, but his stats, I think, over his career, he's averaging above 25 and above, like, eight, nine assists a game. Yeah. I mean, I can think of ten other guys that are more overrated than him. But besides the point, I feel like they had, and even in our in our you know preseason predictions, we both ranked them fairly high because obviously they, you know, made the the, the trade for Dejounte, and we thought that would be one of the best backcourts in the league. Um, it, and they it haven't gelled not, as much. Yeah, they as, haven't gelled. Um, no, but for kind of off-season acquisition talk. Before even the plan for that to happen, mm -hmm. that kind of taints the whole the whole kind of chemistry of the team, and you know, no doubt, in my opinion, I think you know that's affected Trey, um, and just his whole demeanor towards the team. Because if you don't think you're going to be there long term, because you're once the guy. I mean, a couple of years ago they went to the. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, they were they were far. They, so, they could have been something. And he was the guy there, and now, you know, they bring in DeJounte. Um, if he's not fully bought in, you know, that obviously has an impact. If he doesn't think he'll be there next year, then... then yeah, that's definitely a problem. I also think that you also look at, like, what's happening throughout the entire series. I mean, I mean, we can talk about Dre Young. We can talk about the other stars not performing, but, I mean... I think the Celtics team is just so well-rounded. When you yeah. look at the bench of the Hawks, yes, um, Okongwu definitely gave us some trouble with the rebounding, but they don't have a ton of like scoring except for, you know, Bogdanovich, and you know he definitely found his form in Game Two. But I mean, for Game Two, the you know four guys that the coach decided to put in for the game, yeah. they had a 
wonderful plus minus of minus 54. Yeah. So, I mean, they're obviously not producing when they're on the floor. So that's definitely a struggle to have, you know, when you're trying to win games yeah. when, you know, you can't rely on anyone. I mean, you look at the, the team, they went small in game two for a lot more. Clint Capella only had 22 minutes and they were running that small lineup, which yeah. did give the Celtics a little bit of fits for a little bit. Yeah. So we'll have to see how they respond tonight in game three. But it definitely, in my opinion, should be a quick series. I don't see them if, you know, if Atlanta wins one at home and we go back to Boston to in game five, it should end there. We don't we don't need to go back to Atlanta no. a second time. Wasted energy. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure Scal said it. They were talking about it during the game. He's like, oh, I'm I'm packing one trip to Atlanta. Yeah, I don't I don't think we'll be back to Boston. I really don't. Yeah. You think it's a, a clean 4-0? To put it in perspective, I think our bench could take down There's Atlanta. Th- yeah, uh, and 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 we're not fully healthy yet either. Yeah. We're like we haven't had Grant Williams in the series yet due to some illness, so we're we're waiting to see him, you know, get in. We haven't really unleashed our full, you know, potential yet. Yeah, uh, we do have our sixth man of the year though. So we'll have to, you know, shout out Malcolm shout out Malcolm. Malcolm. You know, doing doing good work. Definitely always good to see. I mean. Joining the elite group of Kevin McHale and Bill Walton. Yeah. May I add, all Celtics that have won championships. So we're just yeah. going to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to our next series, do we want to just move on up the ladder? You want to stay in the East? Stay in the East. Stay in the East. All right. Well, we went for the Celtics. We'll, we'll go for who that matchup will be playing. It's the uh, 76ers Nets. The 76ers finished their uh, third game in the series last night. Uh, finishing off the Nets for their third consecutive victory over them. This one was in Brooklyn. This one was uh, a little bit interesting. We had an Embiid flop. We had a kick for a flagrant one. We had an ejection for taunting. Very confusing all around. First of all, let's just – we'll go in order of events, I believe, was first was the kick. So, Claxton goes up for a shot, you know, gets the dunk on Embiid. Embiid falls down. Claxton does the, you know, walk over, stand on him. And Embiid, being Embiid, lifts his leg to kick him in the crotch. Yeah. Why he does this is really confusing. I don't know why. Um, But, you know, I understand. You know, you get pissed off. Someone's over you. You want to get them off you. But flagrant one was given. Then later in the game, Claxton is taunting and by taunting I mean like giving him like a mean look and like giving him the flex and he's ejected and then B just gives him the like bye bye uh, wave and I'm like that to me just doesn't like equal how it works but I mean I understand like Claxton originally was taunting Embiid when he first got kicked and then he taunted him later in the game I just feel like the two don't equal out no, but, you know, I've been pretty vocal about Embiid. He's, you know, one of – obviously you respect his talent and, you know, he does things that, you know, most big men, you know, can't do. Uh, just a little slip and I still have Jokic as my, uh, my MVP. <laughs> uh, I've never been a fan of Joel Embiid. Just his whole demeanor, you know. Oh, you haven't trusted the process? No, I, I, I've never bought into the process. Um, but – I'm very, very excited for the Celtics series because, you know, I, as we're well aware, we have guys on our, on our team that, you know, don't put up with any of his bullshit, none. Uh, you know, if he's doing that to Claxton, Claxton's a pretty, like, reserved guy. Yeah. Why wouldn't he come down the next play? Instead of, you know, kicking him or, you know, no man should be kicked. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't he come down next play and just dunk on him? Yeah. Does isn't that like yeah. logically, isn't no, that more it, satisfying? No, no, it, it it is. And it's it's like straight out of a Kobe thing. It's not dirty. It's not dirty and you don't get a bad reputation. And you're giving him the one up. You you're That's showing him you're showing him with your skill. You're letting your skill do the talking. It's it's like that Kobe play. Whenever you, you mention things like that, it makes me think of the time that Kobe got beat. He got I think it was like a jab that crossed him up by yeah. like and he yeah, gets yeah. the jumper and then yeah. he literally goes, Ball, ball, ball. Gets the ball from the inbound, just goes straight down, and then dunks on the guy. Yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, just from my experience, you know, playing, mm-hmm. there's no better feeling than beating someone on the court. Yeah. No, ma- no <laughs> amount of trash talk, no dirty play will ever equal being better than someone on the court um, and embarrassing them, right? But just think of – 
you know, like I said earlier, Claxton's a pre-reserved guy. We don't see him act up much. He's a, no, he's a solid haven't. player. I respect yeah, him. Very, very good player. Very solid piece to uh, the Brooklyn, the team. Absolutely. Just imagine that that's Marcus Smart and TD Garden erupts. That, that's going to be the whole series long. Yeah. No, no, it's every play. And we own that. We own their number. We have since a long time. <laughs> For as long uh, as I can remember. So well, as long as my lifetime. And uh, and we got a rowdy fan base. We do. Um, that's not flying. And especially with the guys we have in our locker room, that, that's not flying. You know, you saw what Al did to, to Giannis last year. Uh you know, Rob Will is a guy that I think sticks up for his team. No, yeah, absolutely. They're, Tatum's they're, they're not, not, you know, Brown not going down to anyone, but Marcus and a B, that's going to be better than any Netflix show you can possibly <laughs> watch. Oh, boy, I can't, I can't wait. I'm very excited. I think, I think we know that those two series are kind of wrapping up nicely. I mean, Celtics were given like a 75% chance to win game three. 76ers are up <laughs> three nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Brooklyn, you take you were in like a weird rebuild transition period. So to make it this far, like props to you, like yeah. that's that's good on you guys. But I mean, they only lost by five. Yeah, no, they're 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 getting they're getting good games. And for I think the, I think the game in Brooklyn this past game, like they were they were playing much better than they were in the in the previous games. But yeah. definitely very uh, interesting to see how it, it will fan out. I think yeah. they can you know still take one game at least. You I know? think next game they have. I wouldn't be surprised. So we'll have to see how that turns out. But uh, now we're going to get into the the, t- the side of the East that's a little bit more of a battle, with yeah. a little bit uh, unpredictable. So we've got the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> man, the Knicks, well, bro, when the Knicks win a playoff game, it's celebration it's time. It's celebration time. One playoff time. win for the Knicks is equivalent to, like, us raising a banner. Mm-hmm. Well, they got that first one in game, uh, game one, one yeah. and they won by four points, and then they come around – Game two, and they lose by 17. Yeah, no shots were going down. Uh, on paper, who would you say, indiscriminate of, you know, chemistry or, you know, the style of play? If you're just going on paper, I'll even limit it down to starting five. Who do you think realistically, honestly, is, is the better team? I, I think it's the Cavs. I agree. Yeah. I, I think the Cavs should handle I think you can obviously have your nights where, you know, you don't play, you know, as well. And when you look at it, you had you had Brunson shooting poorly in game two. Yeah. You, you said it, he, his shots weren't falling. He was one of eight from three, five of 17 from the field. And he, you know, he still was able to put in a lot because he hit, went to the free throw line a lot. But, yeah, no, they had limited offensive output from their bench guys as well. But then when you look at, you know, the Cavs, you had Garland going off for 32. Yeah. You had Mitchell running, like, point with yeah. 13 assists. I mean, you had Karis Levert coming off the bench for 24 points and plus 23 plus minus. I mean, they have, yeah. they have the guys that can make the difference. Yeah. So, yeah, if shots aren't falling, shots aren't fa- falling. So, it comes down to who's going to be that guy to make the difference. And I think this is one of those series that's going to go six or seven, yeah. but it's going to be a close contest every set of the way because you got guys like Garland, Mitchell, Brunson, you know, Randall, who can go off for those, yeah. you know, 30 point games, but then it's who else is going to step up next night because they're yeah. not like consistently doing it time after time. And Br- Brunson's a pretty consistent player. Absolutely. Um, he has definitely hit his stride in New York since being, uh, you know, like, <laughs> moved on from the the trash bag that is the Mavericks. Yeah, Mark Cuban's trash bag. Uh, it's it's tough. You know, they're gonna get f- they're getting fined right now for resting their players on like the final game of the season. What is? Because they like rested Luca when they had like a chance to make the play in or something, which makes yeah, but it zero wasn't it wasn't sense. a winner. Get yeah, in. but they had you, a lot of pieces that to fall into place. If it was oh like no, a win to get in, yeah, it, it's very interesting that that's like what's happening yeah, right now. I mean, yeah, obviously, if I was a, a Mavericks fan, I'd, I'd be pissed. But did we have any expectations for them to do anything? Ba- oh no, based on what we've seen, no, no, no. But I, I understand. But 
fine for it. It's a business. They made a, if you want to call it a business decision, fine. But yeah. uh, fine, I don't think they should be fine. No, yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty crazy. But getting back into the actual yeah. playoff teams, I think I think this is I think this is a toss-up. I think Knicks could win the series. I think originally I said Cavs will take it, but I think this is one of those things where if not even every – like you don't have to play your fullest potential, but I mean like the Knicks had a bad game yeah. on game two. They're going into Madison Square Garden. If they can rally and get a solid win and at least head back to Cleveland – Two two, like well, it, you it, have to look at it from a standpoint of they did what they had to do. Obviously, you know Cleveland has home court advantage. Yep. They took one on the road. That's yeah. all you can. That's ask all you for. can ask for. You just need one. So, you know, if they, I mean, I'm I'm actually rooting for the Knicks. Um, I I hope that they get the next two in. Yeah, make it a little interesting. Yeah. yeah. See, here's the thing. I think. I'm I'm rooting for the Knicks because they're the underdog. Yeah. But I also am also thinking long term, and I'm like, mm, who would I want to play? I would rather play against the Knicks. Yeah. But I don't know if the Knicks would make it through the likes of the Bucks, whereas the Cavs may have a better opportunity. The Bucks got their hands tied. At the the Bucks do have their. You want to you want to move on to the Bucks let's right now? It. Let's let's move on to the Bucks. So the Bucks currently are sitting at one and one with the the Miami Heat, which is. Crazy to think about because the Miami Heat were one game away from the NBA Finals and last year, and last they were the year. number one seed yeah. to a play-in team that barely scratched into the eight seed because mm-hmm. Jimmy Playoff Butler had to come alive. Yeah. With that being said, we're now one and one, and it's crazy because this series has been an absolute roller coaster of events. In the first one, we have. The Miami Heat just coming alive. Like, mm-hmm. first game of the season, 130 to 117, just yeah. absolutely smoking them. But in that series, you have multiple injuries. You have Giannis going down. Was it was it back injury? Yeah, back, back injury, injury. I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, he only had six points that game. He took four shot attempts. So yeah. he was, you know, in and out less than 10 minutes. Yeah. In that same game, you got... Tyler Hero breaking his hand. Yeah, that was pretty ugly. Yeah, so then you got Jimmy Butler playing 43 minutes, going off for 35 <laughs> points, and, you know, having to f- fill the the load with other guys. Luckily, Kevin Love was able to step in and play well because God knows they needed the, the extra boost. But then you look at it, and you're like, oh, okay. The Heat could be going somewhere. Yeah, they lost Hero, but they have a lot of guards. And Giannis is and out. We've talked about those two guards, uh, Vincent, 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 and, and um, uh, Martin. Yeah, Caleb Martin. Yeah. Yep, they're both solid guys. They they and got who's that the fight. Other guy, uh, uh, the shooter. Oh, is it Shrouse, Max Strus? Yeah. Yep. He he played a lot of minutes, and he played and he played solid. He played solid. Um, but no, yeah, and you're like, okay, they could they could you know they could come out. No no Giannis for game two. That's your time to put a chokehold, you know, because you said it the with the the previous series yeah. with the Knicks and the Cavs. Need one. They did their job. They did one. But, oh, could they get two and then go back to Miami with two wins? Yeah. That'd be huge. Nope. Bucks 138 to 122. Apparently, without Giannis, the Bucks are still good because they did this by committee. And, I mean, my guy was playing everyone. We had – Pat Connaughton going off for 22. We had Joe Ingles going off for 17. Both of those guys coming off the bench providing a majority of the bench scoring. But then you had Portis starting because Giannis was out, putting up 13. Middleton for 16. Brooke Lopez is your leading scorer with 25. And then you had Holiday with 24, and you had Grayson Allen being an absolute menace with 16. No, yeah. And, like, obviously, you know, you had – you know, fill the Tyler Hero spot. So you had different guys come in, and Duncan Robinson got the start. And, you know, the Heat, you look at them, they played fine. But it's just, you look at the plus-minus, pretty much every starter was minus 30. It starts, the bus starts and stops with Bam. If he's not aggressive, if he's that passive kind of, you know, just out there, Writing off his his kind of name, mm-hmm. 
they have no chance. If he's aggressive and, you know, but he's an extremely talented, like, mid-range scorer, uh, you know, despite being undersized. Uh, really starts, starts and stops with him. Miss Jimmy, one of the most consistent guys out there. You know, there's no lack of energy, no lack of, you know, commitment. Um, those other, you know, young guards that, you know, came out of the woodwork last year are, are very tough. Um, I, I just think it, he's the, the piece that they kind of revolve around. Not intentionally, because obviously G- I, I'll take Jimmy over him any day. Absolutely. But the thing is, you know what you're going to get from Jimmy. You you really have no idea what you're going to get and, from Bam. And playoff Jimmy, you know he's coming oh. out for a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Like, but the issue is, you look at it, and he didn't play nearly as much. Like He played so much more yeah. when they had Hero out, yeah. and it was spur of the moment. But then he only came in for 28 minutes in this game. Yeah. Granted, they could have sat him early, you know, to to rest him for the next game because they were down big. But you're looking at it and you're like, okay, you know, Martin Oladipo, all got big minutes. Lowry's getting big minutes off the bench. Struess is playing the most minutes for any Heat member, and yet he's only attempted four shots and made one in the entire game. I mean, I, I. we love Max Struess, and for some reason against the Celtics, he just comes alive in that series. But in the two games that he's played the Bucks, he hasn't really shot the ball much, but he's playing like a full hour of basketball. <coughs> he looked – I mean, I'm just going based off, uh, you know, our series with him oh, last no, year. He, he, he looked he, w- he looked like, you know, prime Danny Green in the finals, a bigger version I remember he had some putback dunks. Oh, he was. His threes was, were smooth, yeah, like they were so off, smooth. off cuts, yeah. not even like poorly defended. He was. And uh, I just remember being, who is this guy? I, and I'm like, yeah. I'm a sports person. I like basketball. Yeah. Like this is one of the my favorite sports. Like I know people, and I'm yeah. like, who are you? I know. No, I think if if he can come alive, I think he's going to be a big difference yeah, yeah. maker for them. And I think that's the thing is he's been quiet in this he series. He's only taking four shots. He took this. he took four shots in game two, yeah. and he made one three pointer and one of one from uh, free throw. And then in game two, I'm oh, sorry, that was game two. Let me pull up game one stats. The game one stats for him, he played. 38 minutes, yeah. and he had five shot attempts and made three. So he's only attempted nine shots in two games. So, I mean, for a guy that's played, you know, 70 minutes of basketball, yeah. we're, we're looking at roughly a shot every almost seven minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, to only have 12 points from Max Struess in 70 minutes of basketball is, is saying a lot. Because, mm. yeah, you're right. When it goes through Bam, when it goes through Jimmy, like, they're the they're – the, Big key focuses, but you need your other guys to have input. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a series. I think. Do we have an update on Giannis on like what his uh, injury I is? I see that the the MRI came back clear, and it's just a, a contusion, no structural, no uh, not anything of that nature. I mean, if he, even if he comes back eighty percent, that, that that's good enough to to move on. Yeah, uh, absolutely, and I mean. We got to look at it. I mean, let's see. I just searched Giannis's injury, and four minutes ago, ESPN posted still monitoring it. So there's no update on whether or not he is going to, you know, yeah. play in the next game. But, you know, if you think about it, they have a travel day. They got a little bit of time. I mean, yeah. they're not playing the next game until, let's see, game three is tomorrow. So, yeah. So even if he's not ready for tomorrow, he's still going to have Monday, you know, game game four to try and come back for which wouldn't be too bad because if you're only down 2-1 you can tie it up be 2-2 and then make it a best of three series with two games in Milwaukee yeah I mean they'll play it by year um, just going away I, I just think that they need him his presence even if he's not aggressive you know in terms of scoring the ball getting downhill just like his paint presence rebounding you know helping Brooke down there uh, and Bobby, um, I think that'll just be enough mm-hmm. just to close off the the series. Absolutely, uh, I think I think him his return is is the big question mark, but it will definitely be a big presence once he's back. Obviously, we mentioned uh, Max Struess is going to have to pull a lot b- more of the load with Tyler Hero being out for the rest of the postseason after the gruesome injury to his hand. 
But with that being said, that wraps up our Eastern Conference. I mean, yeah. we have two series that it pretty much seems are already locked, written and yeah. locked in. Yeah. You know, maybe a hiccup here and there, but not too many. Yeah. Looks like a Celtics 76ers, you know, hopefully meeting in the playoffs once again. And then we got Heat's Heat versus Bucks could could go either way, but it, with a quicker Giannis return, yeah. obviously lean towards the stronger right. team there. And the Cavs Knicks, it's a toss up. It, it's going to be. I'm taking the Knicks. It's going to be an interesting one. I, 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 I feel like Cavs should 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 win they this should, series. Yeah. I said it earlier. On paper, they're the better team, but just something about playoff basketball. You never know who's going to come alive. You never know who's going to perform. I mean, we had. Grant Williams in Game Seven going off big, like you never know who's that role player that's going to come off the bench and be the difference maker. But West, West, the West, man, the West, the West has definitely been a very, very interesting time. I'm going to go top to bottom because the two bottom series on my screen have been the most entertaining. Yeah, Nuggets, Timberwolves, two nothing Nuggets. I mean. Jamal Murray had a bubble-like performance of his in Game 2 where he went off for a ridiculous stat line. Mm-hmm. You have a MVP contender in Jokic, and you have the shit show that is the Timberwolves who don't know what's going on. Going back on what we said earlier about Trey Young, the yep. most overrated guy, can you name two guys on Minnesota that might take <laughs> that spot? Two big two big men? Two big men. Um well, let's see. Let me let me think. Would one be a, a Frenchman named Rudy Gobert? Yeah. And would one the be the COVID spreader? <laughs> would would one be would one be a uh, a kid named Carl? Indeed. Ah, is he from the towns? <laughs> I those two guys, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I've said it a long time. Even you know when. You know, he hasn't had the best of teams. I think this year's team is, you know, fine. I mean, Anthony Edwards, I, I've always kind of really liked his game. And, you know, he's... Oh, and he's play- he's been playing phenomenally. Like I said, Jamal Murray had a bubble-like performance for him. I mean, yeah. Edwards was the leading scorer with 41 that game. And, yeah. you know, he, he showed out. Carl Towns might be the softest. Not even big men. One of the softest players in the league. Oh, no, he's he's soft. I don't understand. He's like you're in the playoffs, and you put up ten points, and you're supposed to be the guy of your of your team. Yeah, ten points. Not only that, he like, wasn't even taking shots. Like I'm sorry, but if Rudy Gobert is almost out shooting you, like that that shouldn't work. Like no, don't 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 let that happen, Carl. Like you, they brought in Rudy to be a defender and to defend. You are the offensive presence, but no, yeah, ten points is—it's abysmal. It's not good. Not good. Not good. And then, I mean, well, you also got to look at it. I mean, especially when you take a look at his first game, he scored eleven points. <laughs> Just sweep. It's a sweep. 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 Uh, Timberwolves are very aggravating. Uh, <laughs> next series, sweep. Timberwolves are. I mean, here's the thing. The Denver Nuggets just have a stronger lineup. You look at it, they just have a more well-rounded team. In the first game, Jokic only went off for 13 points. And granted, he's not a terribly big scorer. He's, he, he does do some facilitating. Yeah. But he only had 13. Yeah. With that being said, the, other, the remaining starting five members all scored more than him or the same amount. Gordon also put up 13. MBJ put up 18. Caldwell put up 15. Yeah. Murray put up 24. I mean, everyone was firing. You got guys on the bench. I mean, bro, Bruce Brown, who gave the Celtics fits, is on their bench. Like, they have some depth, yeah. man. They have yeah. some depth. And, like, yeah, props to Anthony Edwards for going off for 41. Yeah. He's not going to do that every night. Yeah. And, that, and that they need other guys. And, yeah. If you're the guy, and you're not, because it's now Anthony and Edwards. 10 and 11. 10 and 11? <laughs> Carl. Carl. Yeah, um, I'd say max five, but likelihood on four game sweep. Yeah. Because what? Like, you go you go to Minnesota, 
you maybe get like game three or game four to save face. Jokic hasn't even had a good game by his standards. No, and but the thing with Denver is they're playing the right way. Um, they're playing not that they didn't last year, but they didn't have the pieces last year. Obviously, Jamal was out. He was out, and that was a uh, big thing for their playoff run. They needed, they need him. He's yeah. a big, big force on their team. They're, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily categ- categorize them as extremely fun to watch, but they play the right way. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's appealing. I uh, I think they're this matchup is very similar to the Celtics Hawks, where there's a, a clear team that is. Very yeah. far away yeah. from the the team yeah, that is winning, and also the overall like you're not having just one guy destroy. Like it's not like it's Jokic is destroying or Tatum is destroying. Like we got Derek White going off for sixty points in two games. Like <laughs> yeah. we got you know Jokic going off for only thirteen. Like clearly there it's it's a whole team mentality. And you're right, they're playing the right way. So the chemistry is flowing. Yeah, I mean Nuggets, you can you can you can. Take a nice, easy first round here. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. this is an interesting one. Yeah. So we have Clippers Suns, which Clippers did what you you needed. They took Game One on the road. It was looking good. Yeah. Then they gave up two straight. So now they're at home, down two one. They can obviously tie the series, and you know get it to. Two piece, and you know we do it in the best of three game, but uh, it's, we looking like Kawhi's out. We got some injuries they there. They can't defend. They cannot defend. They can't defend. And Kawhi, your best guy, and you got Stephen A. Smith saying Kawhi is one of the quote worst superstars in NBA history. In terms of play or just availability i i just clicked on the espn clippers box score and the first thing in their news is just this video of Stephen a so i haven't watched it yet but i'm very interested to see what he dives availability into has to you know oh 100 he's been injured or in out for play, so many times uh, i'm taking him over so many guys if like injuries wasn't in question yeah well i mean you look at him he's the top scorer for the first you know two games of the series yeah. And then just Norman Powell decided to show up for the Lakers in game three, which was only a five-point loss. So, it was, it, yeah. you know, it's a close contest. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, you, you got Rock. Um, you got Russell playing hard defense and, you know, playing with some intensity, which is fun to see because we haven't yeah. seen that from him in a while. Yeah. Kawhi on the court was good for the two yeah. games that yeah. it lasted. Yeah. Um, you got Booker and KD playing well. If you have Chris, I mean, I didn't watch the game three, mm-hmm. uh, but game two, I mean, it was a mid-range, you know, shootout. You know, Chris Paul went off mid-range, you know, D-Book, uh, Kevin also had some mid-range. They just can't defend, and yeah. I, I feel like Russ, in that first half of, of game two, is very aggressive, you know, getting to the rim. I don't. But then second half, he just... He gets sporadic. He had two back, he had back-to-back turnovers that were yeah. abysmal, um, and he starts uh, his thought process just like it. It, it looks poor. No, you're 100 percent right. I mean, I think the injuries have definitely hurt them. You, I mean, you got Paul George, you got yeah. Kawhi Leonard now added to the mix. So Russell Westbrook is your main guy. <laughs> you know, he's he was traded recently to the team, so he's not really. But you look at it, bro, went off for 30 points in game three. You know, him and Powell combined for 72. Yeah. But he had – but they combined for 10 turnovers. <laughs> like, they had – Is Kawhi done for the I, – I, I'll look. But they had 18 turnovers in that game. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't expect to win with – and think they only lost by five. No, yeah, they only lost by five. Eighteen, tur- I mean, eight. No, no, that's the thing. Ready? So they they had eighteen turnovers, but they were shooting fifty four percent. The no. worst part about it is it's not even turnovers that have good idea, or good intention. No, it's just bad. They're turnover. just you can't make up like the turnovers that they have. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy reading these stats because you just got like fifty four percent, forty two from three, and like. You're right. There's no defense. I mean, we got, like, just 
effortless scoring. I was watching game two actually with a, one of the only people I know that's a, a Clipper fan. You know, my Breezy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're painful to watch. They're they're no they're tough. Um, you know, throughout the years, it's not even like they 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 don't have pieces. They just their brand of basketball is so sporadic. It, it's really painful to watch. Um, it reminds me really of the Lakers this year, in terms of just no cohesion. Their wins are like so scattered. Their losses are you know by a lot. Um, no chemistry. It, it, it reminds me of like even when the Celtics play bad, the way in which they play is just so much better than than other teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, disregarding obviously Milwaukee and, and other teams of that caliber. But no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, reading the article, it looks like they're monitoring them day to day after. See where was it after game two? Symptoms got worse. Obviously, if we weren't comfortable with Kawhi playing in game two, we wouldn't have. Uh, but after that game, things didn't get better. They got worse, so we will rule them out and take it day by day. So they're what gonna, is the injury? Uh, the hand. Where yeah, I think it's hand. Um, sprained right knee. Which he aggravated at the end of Clippers game one. So that means he played game two with it and it got worse. He's, ca- he's carrying the load. He, he was carrying the load. Uh, and then Norman Powell stepped in. <laughs> System player. Came to, came to life, man. Came to life. Uh, I mean, I think I think if Kawhi's out game four. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's if he's out, it's a wrap. I mean, but yeah, you got Russ could put up 40 on. 60 shots. But he's going to have eight turnovers with it, too, so it doesn't matter. All right, all right, all right. Top two most interesting series to oh, talk about. Um, we'll, 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 we'll get right into Kings-Warriors, man. This one we knew was going to be a battle because they're two similar teams that have shooters, speed. We have a <laughs> two of the three awards going to the Kings players. We got... Darren Fox getting clocked player. We yeah. have coach of the year being unanimously going to the Kings coach. So, yeah. you know, fair dues. But this has been an absolute battle. Sacramento, 2-1. to one. They took both games at home. They took care of business, lighting the beam. And, boy, were those, those were intense games yeah. to watch. Now, we'll just get right into it. The big takeaway, uh, Draymond. Uh, One of the dirtiest players in the history of the league. Um, I'm putting him up right, right up there with like Bill Embiid, him, Metal World Peace, or on our test. Uh, I think he's right. He's he's on that Mount Rushmore. He really is. So um, he jeopardizes it for what he does right for his team. He jeopardizes two steps forward, three back. No, no. The amount of times he's been suspended for hitting someone in the nuts is crazy. Like, like that's ridiculous. Oh, we didn't even mention that. Harden, like, punched Royce O'Neal in the nuts, but didn't yeah. even look like a punch, yeah. and it was one of those questionable yeah. things. Yeah. That Sixers Celtics series is going to be wild. That's going to be. Anyways. That's going to be comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so game two goes up for a rebound. Sabonis falls. Now, you can make the argument either way. As someone who isn't the biggest fan of Draymond and someone who like Sabonis and was rooting for the Kings because I don't want the Warriors yeah, to go yeah, through. Yeah. I saw Sabonis fall. And what from from the first angle that I saw, I immediately thought, oh, he's putting his arms up to cover his face. Yeah. Naturally, he grabbed Draymond's leg because his leg was nearby. Yeah. It got clipped. It got clipped, yeah. And Draymond jumps out of it, stomps on his chest. He could have killed him. And then, like, pushes off him. How I mean, how uh, Draymond is, what, two-something pounds? Yeah, you. He could have killed him. He was he was high chest. If he was a little bit higher, like ah, I'm talking chest. You're like talking he goes, chest he go through rib. He, he could kill. No, him. yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, he has a bruised rib. I'm pretty sure they did like some lucky. X-rays. Broken rib doesn't go. Yeah. you know, through heart. He's. I'm surprised it was just one. Um, yeah, he put his full force 
on Sabonis, you know, lying down. He, he could have killed him. Uh, that's probably like, I don't know, obviously you talked about uh, kicking in the in the groin region. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's dirty. That's, that's dirty. That's petty. It's uncalled for. But it's not life threatening. No, yeah. You may this not have is, kids. Yeah, and yeah, end, end of a lineage. Uh, but uh, that was a, that was the end of end of something else. <laughs> no, no, it was it was on crazy. Someone's chest, full for, full weight, full body. And weight. he did it intentionally. He kill and him. he did it, and he did it like, oh, what do you expect? Like when you're grabbed. I was like, "What do you mean? He you were you were standing flat-footed." He's protecting himself. He's on the ground. There's a rebound up in the yeah, air. Yeah, he put his hands up. Like even if he did grab you, like don't you think look down and walk like away from him? You would get in so much trouble. That you that's did another, get in trouble. That's another thing. What feels better, potentially killing somebody, or coming down the next play and, and dunking on him? Yeah, really. Well, I mean, Draymond can't. Do Oh, well, that's on him. But uh, or or doing something. On no, the other yeah, end. doing something to to show that you're still locked in the game, yeah. even when someone else like don't let him get. I to mean, you. he just he just like a fuse goes off, and it is and a it short hurts fuse. his team. It is a short fuse, and he hurts his team. Um, and you know, we're, I, I was listening to, to Skip and Shannon. Uh, I believe it was yesterday, talking about his role in the team has decrease significantly for you know you go back to the 2015 kind of 2016 years where he was involved you know he was racking up assists he's never been a a good jump shooter but no. he, he relatively he, like he okay score should have seen him in the summer league though i Some, mean kevin summer. kevin hart beat him in a three-point contest i mean yeah that is true um hey kevin hart's a baller <laughs> even last year I'm sorry. Him, him, and Dylan Brooks are kind of in the same vein oh right now. God. Just all talk and no, production is no, no bite, no bite. No, all, all talk. Draymond right now is not nearly as productive as he once was. No, he's just relying on you know previous success. Uh, and he, I don't know how we can realistically, rationally think to himself. How am I viewed as a dirty player? Yeah. His look at his resume track record, all his videos. Yeah, and you could literally do that just with LeBron. Like I'm pretty sure he's kicked LeBron in the nuts like four, one guy or, alone. Or Steven Adams, I think, three times. Like I think he has multiple offenses on like the same people. So it's just so, so funny to w- watch in a series how like many times. I think if you were to put an over under on or, or a bet if Draymond was going to get suspended like another time in the playoffs, if he goes another round, it's a high likelihood that he's going doing like one a series. The way I'm that, surprised it was just one game. Oh, I'm very surprised it was one game, and I'm and I wouldn't be shocked if he comes out blaring and gets ejected or a flagrant or something a dumb. A quick another game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but to to finish this and then get onto the actual gameplay, the funniest edit was. I saw someone that took his interview afterwards, and he was like, what was I supposed to do? Like, like, someone grab your foot. Like, where am I supposed to land? First of all, he was he was already standing. Draymond was on the ground, ladies and gentlemen. Draymond was not landing. Yeah. Draymond was on the ground, and Sabonis grabbed his leg. Yeah. So we'll go with that fact. Sabonis grabs your leg. You're standing on the ground. They then compiled this edit. They compiled a video of, like, four different cases where Draymond – purposefully grab someone yeah. out of the air in their legs yeah. and you see the person jump away yeah. and avoid him. Yeah. And you're like, that's how you would do it, Draymond. Yeah. You don't like not only are you the dirty player for grabbing someone's leg, which makes you eat your own words for saying like, oh why would you grab someone's leg? Because yeah. he said that in the interview. To then showing you how you would properly avoid it because so many people had done it to you when you were dirty. Exactly, but also Sabonis does not have that reputation of being a dirty no. player. It's it would be vi- I. I wouldn't say I'd agree with uh, with Draymond in this case because what he did, like I said a hundred times, he, he literally could have killed somebody. But you switch Sabonis with Grayson Allen. I feel a different type of way about it. No, yeah, absolutely. Because it's because of the player. You're like, oh, it's like looking. But if the same image and the same angle of, you know, Grayson Allen, like you said, covering his yeah. face, and he gets Draymond, yeah, some people are going to feel one type of I, way I about it. I definitely would. You definitely would feel a little bit differently about it. And arguably, I'd be like, oh, he, he got what he deserved because he's a dirty player. <laughs> some people would definitely say that. 
But you're looking at Sabonis, and you're like, no, he was just covering himself. Yeah, Sabonis could be lying, but he's not going to say, like, oh, yeah, I tried to grab Draymond. Yeah. And Draymond's not going to go, like, oh, yeah, I tried to hurt him. Because yeah. in the moment, you get intense and shit happens. But by God, this series, I mean, Warriors come back, game three, yeah. win without Draymond. You're looking at it. I mean, it was an absolute battle. This yeah. series this series is going six. It's going to be an interesting series. I mean, you got yeah. the Kings who took care of business on home court, did not play incredibly well in third game, but they can rally. Yeah. I mean, the first game of the series was so close. I mean, it, what was it? I think it was Wiggins that missed the game-tying three. So, game two, I mean. I mean, I was very surprised problem. that more so game one, Sacramento came out very, very choppy. Definitely aggressive, but, I mean, I don't know if you saw, like, you know, outside the arena, inside the arena. It was, it's been, like, 16 years. Oh, it's been, it's been a hot so, minute. So, there was a lot of pressure on them. Obviously, they had a, a terrific season. Yeah, um, absolutely. They start off game one super choppy, and yeah. they were lucky Golden State wasn't making shots because – could have gone ugly fast, but they they rallied. They once, rallied once they, they settled really in. Well, yeah, once they settled in, they were they were they, fine. They were settled in, and they had Fox and Monk going off for respectively of thirty eight and thirty two in that first game. That yeah. that set the tone for you know the the next game in Sacramento that it was going to be you know their series. They're going to have to deal with it. But when you look at it, you still got Stephen Curry on the other side. Yeah, Curry came off. He came alive, and he 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 took Game Three for himself. Yeah. So this is him saying, you know, no, we're, we're not going out without a fight. Even though this is the first time he's ever been down 0-2, and the Warriors have only ever been down 0-2, I think, nine times, and they've lost all of them. But yeah. Curry's never been down 0-2 in a playoff series. So this is uncharted territory for him, and he's just trying to cement his legacy by, you know, coming back from this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more he can do uh, or what can be taken away from him, but. Yeah, well, on to the last guy who has a uh, a fairly big legacy. Uh, Lakers Grizzlies. We got LeBron James. I'm sorry. I, I I think both teams are. I mean, obviously Lakers are they're atrocious. Uh, Grizzlies for what? They're two number two seed, right? Yeah, they're the number two seed. If Celtics played them, I think it'd be a sweep. Like I obviously like my my thought process. You're I'm, biased. I'm com- I, not only I'm biased, I compare the Celtics to like other teams. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's the team you know the most. It's the team I know the most, but also just listening to people say how strong the West is in comparison to the East. Yeah, I, I Memphis. I'm sorry. They, well, we have to we have to give me consideration. Jaw is injured. Jaw was out. He is. Yeah. So they definitely have that. But I I I do get what you're saying. I think. If you look at it, and I mean, Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks is just that guy that's just annoying, man. He, he's all talk. He is. Um, he's just annoying. Uh, this is the stat he's been uh, arguing. He's been getting in the face of LeBron. And this is uh, it was in the, as a primary defender, Dylan Brooks against LeBron James. LeBron James has twenty six points. In two games, as yeah. the primary defender, not many times. Yeah. He's shooting 62%, <laughs> and he has zero turnovers. <laughs> ah, Dylan, 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 uh, Dylan. I don't know about that one. Dylan, my guy. I mean, I have no problem with chatting if you can back it up. I mean, you look at, you, you know, Smart, another Celtics example. You look at Smart. Obviously, he chats. Oh, for sure. He's, ba- he's back. He's back. He backed it up. It up. He backed Defensive it up. player of the year. That's pretty big on a resume. Yeah. Um, and 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 recently too. Like it was last year. He's and he's and he's been at that pedigree for scoring, a, a little bit of yeah, time. His, his jumpers is, is inconsistent. I think. We can but all but it's it's definitely gotten better. I think when he was yeah. originally coming into the league, he was just a defender that was you know Jari, which was you know Pat Bev esque. Yeah. But he's definitely improved on the offensive side to his separate post, His post moves now and his floater. When, That's when, probably the best offensive part of his game. When he when he gets into the post, and I think it was Scal that said it during the game. He was like, "Oh, Smart's one of our best post players." And I was like, "I was like, I haven't really thought about it, but I'm like, 
you're right. When yeah. he gets down one on one against a gu- another guard, he's like because pretty, he's, he's bigger than most. Guards. He's pretty consistent, uh, and he knows how to use his body because he he's does. used to guarding the bigger positions. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's smart, man. And especially, I mean, his playmaking. Yeah, he has some turnovers here and there, but you know, just thinking about last year's playoffs and and this season, you know, the the passes he makes, you know, the role he's gone into because he's been behind all star guards. His whole career, you look at, you know, IT when he played with him. You look at Kyrie, you look at Kemba, and now that's him. All the other, you know, all-star guards that we think would take us where we want it to be, it's him. That's It's him. Uh, so he, he's fit into that role. He's, you know, developed greatly, you know, since we've had him. But he, he backs up his talk. Um, now, he's a guy... For example, Joel. Every time they play, they, they fight. Yeah. Difference is, he'll push uh, Joel face on face, looking right at him. Yeah. Um, or, you know, co- go downhill, forearm extended, doesn't care, it's offensive foul, just to send a message. Absolutely. Not any, like, over-the-top dirty plays, but mm-hmm. he backs it up. He does back it up, but getting back into the guy that doesn't back it up, Dylan Brooks, I mean, he he has not done much. And, I mean, you, you look at it, I'm pretty sure, like, we got, you know, we got injuries yeah. for the Grizzlies, which definitely set him back in game one. Yeah. Then the jaw to get injured. So, you know, you got jaw, you got Clark out, you got Adams out. To battle back in game two at home, save face, you know, get a solid win against the Lakers, which, you know, the Lakers – they struggle from time to time. They they have their moments for sure. Um, they 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 have their moments, but when you look at it, I mean, we'll have to we'll have to see how this this series takes shape because I think this is going to be one of the interesting series where, depending on Jaws' tom- timetable and how well LeBron, <laughs> pretty much how much how much LeBron wants it is it is it, literally it's it's weird because you're like. Oh, LeBron dominates the series, and he's been doing it for so many years. But there's been teams that just haven't been able to compete with him. Now that he's, you know, definitely digressed a little bit, and the teams around him aren't as well suited for him, I think this is one of those times where it's going to be very interesting to see how how much he can take them or how far he can take them. Because I mean, after this, it's Kings Warriors, and no matter which team out of that series goes through, I mean, that's a lot of shooting to go against these two teams. Austin Reeves is the only like silver lining for the Lakers. I mean, is he he's really just kind of instant offense. He's kind of come out of nowhere. He's he's him, man. He's him. Other than him and and D'Lo, I've always been a huge fan of D'Lo. Very smooth guy. I forgot D'Lo got traded. Where was D'Lo on the uh, score sheet? Bro, D'Lo had five points, two of eleven yeah, in game two. Yeah. Uh, D'Lo had the worst playing s- game of all time. I've said it two years in a row now. You know, obviously last year Lakers didn't make playoffs. Blame it on LeBron injury, what have you. Still the LA Lakers. Still uh-huh. have LeBron AD. Yep. Whether on their quarter, whether they're on the court or not, uh, you know their presence is is felt and you know should trickle down. You know the rest of the guys, just their their presence. But they play ugly basketball. Like I really. Like not only because the Lakers and I, you know, have a hatred towards them, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, they play ugly basketball. Just from you know being a basketball fan, it's so choppy, it's so lackluster, it's so even without Russ, there's a lot of turnovers. It's just it, it's really painful to watch. No, yeah, it's um, turnover basketball. It's very individualistic. Uh, and just just to go back, I I mentioned Russell Westbrook. I mean, sorry, not Russell Westbrook. D'Lo, uh, D'Lo, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Didn't play well in game two. I mean, no. Lakers played phenomenal as a team. Like, if you look at all their stats, like, they all played, you know, phenomenal. Like, Hachimura was their leading scorer off the bench. Uh, Russell had 19. You know, Reeves had 23. Like, they, they, they put up big numbers, and LeBron was definitely, like, supported in that. So, I think that was what they need is we need the other guys to come in and help a lot. But the issue with that being is if those guys that aren't consistently those big stars, like, yeah, yeah Austin Reeves has been playing for, like pretty well yeah. for consistently, but Rui going off for 30 a game yeah. in a seven-game series, not going to happen. D'Angelo Russell, we're seeing how streaky he is. 
Yeah. Anthony Davis, I mean, we, we literally call him day-to-day Davis. Like, he's, he's the, nature, li- the nature Valley the Bar. The Nature Valley <laughs> Bar. He's literally, like, I mean, he's he's played both games and surprisingly not been injured yet. But, I mean, he only went off for, you know, 13 points. He had 14 shots, and he made four of them. You can't be doing that. You can't, you can't be doing that, man. I personally, I, do, I just dislike both teams. Um, oh, I don't think either team makes it to the conference finals. No, no, definitely not, definitely not. You, know, so you said the next series they're playing either Kings or Warriors. Yeah. I think either one of those teams have have yeah. their number. I I think you're looking at a whoever wins the Kings Warriors series will end up playing the Nuggets Suns. I think that's that's a a good matchup yeah, for the semi, the conference semi semis. Yep. Yeah, and then you got other side conference semis of. Who knows what out of that East top bracket versus 76ers Celtics. And so, you know, I think that's to your point as well. They mentioned earlier, oh, the West is so much better. I'm like, no. I don't think it is. It's not because, okay, yes, if you had a healthy Clippers, sure. Maybe you can make an argument that they have more overall teams. But I think just the consistency wise, because there's only like one really bad team and it's the Hawks. Overall teams, I'll give you just like. If you go just the amount of yeah the amount of I mean Eastern Conference I'm only going. I mean we've talked about it realistically it's only Celtics Bucks but if you want to be technical you got to put Philly in there yeah um, and maybe maybe Cleveland just because of the the guys they got yeah so four you go over to the West you you got obviously Denver Memphis uh, Sacramento. Uh, Clippers, if healthy, I'll put them in there. You have the Suns. Suns. Yeah. So, so you, they're at five. You, you five. However, talent-wise, yeah. if you best of the best, you can say Denver in the West just because they have the best record. Yeah. Milwaukee. I'm taking Milwaukee over Denver. Yeah. Celtics, I'm taking over Denver. Yeah. So you have two that are better than the yeah, number exactly. one in the West. No, for sure. So and if you look at the teams that are in the playoffs right now, like, yeah, the play-in tournament definitely mixes things up a little bit. But I'm like – out of if I was looking at this like when I was a kid and I was like oh there's only these are the eight teams that made it, like legitimate yeah. playoffs. Bucks Heat, tough series, good matchup. Very tough. Cavs Knicks, tough series, good matchup. 76ers Nets, okay Nets, you're in that rebuild yeah. year. You're weird. You're still figuring each other out, but that's still like if they the started with that roster at the yeah, beginning exactly. of the season. Like I would still I would give the Nets over the Grizzlies. I would give the Nets over this current Clippers side. I would give the Nets over the Timberwolves. Like. Yeah. And then Celtics Hawks. So I think the Nets and the Hawks, the Hawks are definitely out, but the Nets are like a wavering team. Yeah. But then you look at it, you're like, well, the the Lakers are wavering, yeah. the Grizzlies are wavering, the Clippers are wavering, <laughs> the Timberwolves are out. Like you're that's half the yeah, that's half, half the playoffs yeah. right there. Like you can go in, you'd be like, okay, the Nuggets, Suns, uh, Lakers, well, not even Lakers, they're wavering. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you got you got you got. <laughs> You got three waverings and two outs. Like I just don't think you can make that argument anymore. No, you uh, can't. one time, sure. But oh, at one time it was years it ago, was it was ridiculous. It was what was it? It was pretty much all now, OKC. West. OKC was on it. You had Clippers, Clippers Lob Golden City, you had Golden State. You had um, oh, put in Portland in there. Portland when Dame was at yeah. his peak with CJ. Yeah, they were up there for sure. Uh, New Orleans with AD. I mean, you had solid teams, but. And then it was the the East at that time was like Cleveland with LeBron. Yeah. Uh, Celtics were up and coming. I wouldn't even include them. Toronto had like Lowry and DeRozan, but they never did anything with it. Atlanta had that year with you know their starting five. With their starting five were, were all all stars, but then they were uh, not good. That was a fake all. Yeah, that was. It was it was it was yeah. Corver and like yeah, super, Millsap. Super fraudulent. Um, but no, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think you're right. I think the West definitely. Yeah, you can look at it overall. You can look at it individualistically. You can look at it as teams. But I'm thinking, you look at these these lineups right now, yeah, I think the East hasn't beat in a number of categories overall. It depends on how you match it up. But either way, you're getting some good series, and hopefully the best teams end up making it through, or at least good matchups are made. Because that's the thing, like, if the Cavs were playing the Bucks, I still think they would give them a good matchup. Like yeah. I think the Cavs Knicks right now is a good first round matchup, but like that's why that you don't want that. Like you don't want Celtics Bucks first round. Like you want no. you want to see the matchups build. 
So I think uh, we'll have an interesting one. I think it's going to be a battle. I think there definitely could be some uh, some sweeps in this first round. There's definitely some potential for some some upsets and some interesting seven-game series. But overall, this these first couple games have been very interesting for the playoffs so far. No, definitely. Well, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Hopefully we can get another one out next week or if not the week after that we'll have to see how you know final schedules are rolling in and also we don't want to just talk about you know one game just talk about the same thing we want to make sure something happens draymond's coming back from game four we'll hit you with the update once he you know gets ejected again but thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next time see you guys